What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello, and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your privacy via a series of live streams watched by the international elite. Yeah, it's basically Twitch. Basically. Yeah. Uh, rich Twitch. Rich Twitch. Rich. Twitch. <laughs> we'll work on the branding. Yeah. Um, it's Twitch for rich people. Uh, I am <laughs> Luke Patrick. I'm the other Dominion. This week, I am Sam. I am your master. Oh. Yeah. Uh, in, in, purely in a martial arts sense. Yeah. Uh, do I call you Senpai? Is that the. That would be not the correct. <laughs> Not in this one. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a Japanese. That'd be thing, Japanese, right? yeah. But that that is the term for master. Yes, right? yeah, that would be okay. correct if this were a Japanese film. So if this were Japanese, I would say something like "dominate me, senpai." Yeah, you could say that. Uh, mm-hmm. You could yeah. still say "just dominate me." Um, okay. Yeah, I I could say uh, "beat me down, senpai." Yeah. <laughs> beat me down. It was oh so good, senpai. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hurt me so, so good, senpai. Hurt me so, so good. I just want to teach you Tai Chi, and you've made this very weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just I just really uh, want, want to be just just really uh, manhandled, san, senpai. Yeah, maybe you're reading the energy in the room, and maybe it's something <laughs> I'm doing. But I thought we would just talk about Tai Chi and do a little bit of Tai Chi. And I, I would be fine with that, except you started by taking your pants off that is for comfort and i understand and that the misdirection. Set a tone. Yeah. that set a tone there yeah i understand <laughs> we'll see sam if i actually wanted to be a dom in this situation mm-hmm. obviously i'd put on my sex jeans you do you would need to put on your sex jeans and yeah. that's how i would know it would be going down yeah that's the only much like 50 shades of gray i only get down when i'm wearing the explicitly named sex jeans. Folks, we did cover the Fifty Shades movies. If you mm-hmm. haven't listened to that, go back, give yourself a little treat. Listen mm-hmm. to us cover all four of the Fifty Shades movies. Was it four? I think it's one, mm-hmm. two, three, part one, and three, part two. Surely not. I think it was, but I... I oh, go, no. Go back and find out what your boys got up to. Yeah, and... Uh, Folks, the reviews will shock you. <laughs> they shocked me, and I mm-hmm. was there at the time. So yes, yeah. Uh, so uh, before you dominate me, senpai. Yeah. Um, I think we should probably talk about the fact that we did watch uh 2013's Man of Tai Chi, yeah. directed by Keanu Reeves, directed by the man himself directorial mm-hmm. debut as far as i'm aware yeah near, near as i can tell yeah um how was your watch great mm-hmm. yeah had uh for once no problems um did get this from jeffrey b's bus he was mm-hmm. excited to hand this one over mm-hmm. um 
because he was all like, you know, this is his directorial debut, right? Uh, uh-huh. Then I was like, yeah, Jeffrey. And he's like, yeah, it's so good. Um, <laughs> so so old Jeff is a big fan of Keanu. Huh? Old, old Jeff, old saggy, weird-headed Jeff mm-hmm. uh, is, in fact, a fan of Keanu and has been following the project for some time. Um, Interesting. Mostly in the in this in the way that I would expect, which is that uh, he's been following the amount of money he's been making, vis a vis me renting the oeuvre of Keanu Reeves through his uh, sad sad divorce shack. That would yeah yeah I could see why he would be interested in it from yeah. that lens. Yeah, because it's just it's a video game for him at this point. How much money can mm-hmm. old Jeffrey Bezos stack up? turns out the yeah. answer is uh quite a lot yeah. um yeah more tur- than any one person should yeah i was gonna say it turns out it's it's folks it's a lot mm-hmm. when you really start mm-hmm. to break it down uh old jeffrey's made a lot of money off your boys and apparently a lot of other boys out there mm-hmm. a lot of boys out here <laughs> watching <laughs> giving money to, to old jeffrey Bezos. Yeah. Uh, to watch Man of Tai Chi. Watch Man of Tai Chi. All that to say, it was uh, great. I had leftover Indian food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a spicy vindaloo and some sog paneer. Um, mm. Was a real treat. Really enjoyed that, Sam. Nothing else to report. What, uh, how was your watch? I don't really remember because it was several days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. So today is Sunday. I watched this Thursday, and I've already <laughs> forgotten what happened. Yeah, I don't think I need to apologize for that. Like, no, literally, I, mean, I don't think I need to. It's just weird that it happened that way. Yeah, because we we had bounced around some ideas about recording on Thursday, and that didn't really pan out. And yeah. I had some stuff happening Friday, and then I don't remember what happened yesterday. Um, kind of at all, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um. And so we watched it today. Yeah, that is. Uh, or you watched it today. Yeah, it was recording today. Uh, earlier today, uh, you came over to my house and helped me build a dresser for the wee baby Keanu's room. Yeah, uh, that that dude's chunky. I think it's gonna get the job done and then some. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very happy with the work we did. Um, I feel like I look like I've aged ten years. I was, uh, since you saw me last. My friend, get out of my skull. Because <laughs> the man I left at your house was a young, spry, soon-to-be mm-hmm. dad of the wee baby Keanu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I'm seeing now is a man in a cardigan <laughs> with glasses who is wizened, has mm-hmm. many things to say about life, if only people mm-hmm. would listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably has some form of physical therapy on the books. Uh, uh no I I graduated physical therapy oh even better you're rehabilitated yeah. yeah well sure yeah I still have a homework program <laughs> that I have to do yeah you do look not really like in the face or anything but in demeanor you have aged mm-hmm. significantly it, the cardigan does a lot of the work the cardigan is like. doing most of the heavy lifting here yeah but I. What I've noticed is that the cardigan does a lot, right? Yeah. You, most of the work. You add the glasses, in, and it completes it. Yeah, it, it does. It's like, oh, this guy is old. He has a son. Yeah, this guy, mortgage, son, maybe a mm-hmm. boat. Uh, Ooh, do I give off boat vibes? 
And I, how can I fix that? <laughs> I don't think you give. What vibes do you give off? Because you don't give off boat vibes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's hopefully not insult me. Oh, this <laughs> talk is... about what vibes I give off right now. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what special interest purchase vibes you give off. Mm, okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. b- back in the day, we're mm-hmm. talking like fresh-faced you and me. Let's mm-hmm. say, I don't know, 10 years ago. Sure. Full decade yeah. ago. Woof. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can feel the icy grip of death approaching. But um, mm-hmm. it would have been like, oh, easy, Xbox. Or oh yeah, really yeah. nice gaming setup. Uh, mm-hmm. I know exactly what vibes you give off, my friend. Okay, yeah. yeah it yeah. is a fully kitted out vibes of a man who has a fully kitted out aircraft simulator cockpit i you know i'm happy with that i'm very happy because <laughs> i i'm looking at myself in the video which i hate doing yeah um but yeah this is this is a guy who's like yeah i i built a cockpit in my home yeah like maybe um, in the basement or something mm-hmm. like yes it's yes to fully kitted out to escape the drudgery of my daily life. Yeah, I just can't wait to get home and get behind the the uh, yolk of that Cessna twin prop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so question, do I have a pilot's outfit that I put on ooh. to fly the plane? I think, well, this isn't a judgment, but I think mm-hmm. the pilot outfit would make it weird. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah. does it mean you don't, I don't think that's part of your vibe. I won't go that no. far. Yeah. But like, I guess let me ask you, Sam, do you have a pilot outfit that you would put on? No, <coughs> I don't I don't think so. Uh now, am I am I gonna do the the announcements on the plane? Oh, you bet your ass I will. Yeah, who wouldn't? Am I gonna make the, the air traffic control call out? So oh ho, ho, I'm not going to jail. Of course I am. <laughs> uh yeah. I'm getting into it in those aspects, but yeah. uh, I'm not putting on the uniform. Again, this is this to this is to escape my work. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to just create more work for yourself. Exactly, like fake work. That's no exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Papa time. Yeah, Papa's cockpit time. Hmm. Uh, not Papa's cock time. Can't shorten no, it any further. Very different. Very different. Papa's cock time. Well, we all know different. what that is. <laughs> yes. I, I started to say something, and then I thought better of it, which I think something that came with age. Yeah, that may be a podcast first. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's the cardigan. It's the cardigan. I, if I didn't have the cardigan on, yeah. oh, I would have said some stuff. Well, it's uh, only... with f- the cardigan, I got restraint. Yeah, and uh, it's only fair, Sam. What vibes do I give off? Special interest purchase vibes. What do I have going on? Carpentry. Yeah. 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 It's carpentry. Yeah, I got the table saw coming in soon. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you know you've I'm, got yeah. You've got a shed. <laughs> yeah. You got a shed that is coated with wood shavings. Yeah, I um, yeah I put them in my coffee in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, sawdust. You, uh, you show up to my house with one of those little like uh, bassinet things, yeah, little, little rocking bassinets that you made yourself. Uh, but 
kind of as a goofy did carve wee baby Keanu into it. Yeah. Um, which makes it uncomfortable because that's not going to be his government name. Yeah, it will be, you know, actually post the birth of your child. I am in mm-hmm. no way going to, to spoil anything here. <laughs> yeah, you can dox my son no. before he's born. <laughs> Do we continue to refer to your child as the wee baby Keanu? I will refer to my child as uh, whatever our quarry is. So, I understand. The wee baby Tom, the wee baby Dwayne, the wee baby Keanu. Yeah. Um, I dig this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to protect his privacy, oh, obviously. Obviously. that's And not not solely for goofs, because it's funny to say that my, my son, the wee baby Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty good. Yeah, I... Uh, definitely, definitely, just an added bonus, and not the primary reasoning behind it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, do you want to do you wanna do the plot? Sure. Yeah. Uh, of Man of Tai Chi. Yeah, 2013 film. Uh, directed and starring. Keanu. Directed by and starring Keanu Reeves. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um. So, actually, I'm going to give you Luke Patrick's patented 3X structure of your money back guaranteed oh, today. shit. So, Act 1, establishing narrative. We are introduced to several key facts. One, Keanu Reeves, in the opener we discover, runs an underground fight ring in Hong Kong. This movie is a Chinese movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it's in subtitles. This is really fun. Um, yeah. So Keanu Reeves runs an underground fight ring in Hong Kong, and we are introduced to this because uh, this guy that was in the fight ring, it's a fight to the death televised for select viewers kind of event. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys was a rat and ratted him out and was working on getting the feds involved. Um, and so Keanu screams at him to finish a guy. He won't finish him. Uh, Keanu puts on this creepy mask and like walks into the room, takes care of it, and then knifes the dude later and just mm-hmm. calls him a rat. So we sort of figure out what Keanu's all about. Uh, then there's another guy, the man of Tai Chi, the titular man of Tai Chi, uh, a guy named Tiger. Tiger Chen. Tiger Chen, um, who lives in Beijing or thereabouts somewhere. Uh, and has a Tai Chi master and has been learning Tai Chi for a really long time. Like Tai Chi uh, outside of like a like aerobics kind of context mm-hmm. and in a more martial arts kind of context. It's sort of a dying. We're introduced to this concept as though it's like a dying uh, sort of practice mm-hmm. that he yeah. is the last person to teach the specific school of Tai Chi. Okay. That's all the beginning Leading up to the end of Act One, where um, Keanu gets a hold of Tiger and then basically says, I need you to come do a job interview. He shows up in his really nice suit. I was very upset that he ruined a perfectly good suit. I know. And he looked good. In he it. looked so good in this suit. But he shows up for what he thinks is a security service interview mm-hmm. uh, and turns out someone yells fight and then he has to fight. Um, mm-hmm. And so... He does get the job, quote unquote, on the job part of uh, Keanu Wines and Dines and basically into fighting for cash. Yes. So because he needs this money to save the temple 
where mm-hmm. he, his master lives? Question mark? It seems like it. Does seem like it. Um, and they need the money to save the temple, to help his family out, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So he, establishing at the end of Act 1, he gets this pattern of him getting flown out to Hong Kong to do fights. He gets progressively better at them, so he's getting a taste mm-hmm. for blood, basically. We get a hint of that. Moving into Act 2, the cycle repeats itself. Uh, there's also some Hong Kong police involved. There's a, mm-hmm. an, uh, a detective in particular. She's on the case. Um, so Act 2 is a little bit more of the cycle of escalation. of yes. Tiger really getting a taste for it. Um, and the stakes, yeah. the stakes being upped as he goes along. Conflict with his master because he's taking his own style, his own martial arts style beyond tai chi and into something pretty brutal mm-hmm. um and so this escalation continues until the height of conflict um it is revealed to tiger in a fight with a russian mercenary a seemingly seeming yes. Seemingly, uh, at the end of this fight, which takes no time at all for Tiger to subdue this guy, mm-hmm. uh, basically just punches him, and then he continues to punch him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's working some feelings out over his master and stuff, and Keanu then reveals to him the ultimate plot, which is, he says, finish him, and tries mm-hmm. to cajole him into killing this guy, at which point Tiger pulls back, realizes what's going on, uh, and then kind of gets the heck out of Dodge as soon as he can. Um, but uh, at some point in Act 2, the detective confronted Tiger and gave him her card. So uh, mm-hmm. he, he dodged all of her initial questions and refused to work with her. Act 3, beginning of, he gives her a ring. Keanu has been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so they catch wind of exactly what he's up to. You know the rest. They uh, He has one more big fight where he shows up. He refuses to fight the other participant. Mm-hmm. Um, Keanu says to kill him. So uh, anyway, the Hong Kong police show up after some kerfuffle. Uh, an assassin is sent to take care of the detective because the superintendent or the chief of police or whatever his, mm-hmm. he is is involved, obviously. Of course. Um, yada, yada, yada. Uh, police encircle everybody. They get everybody except Keanu. Keanu gets away. Um, and then instead of getting the fuck out of there, what does Keanu do? He goes further in mm-hmm. to China. He goes to Beijing, uh, to the old temple. Mm-hmm. And they have a one big final standoff that's really cathartic where Tiger realizes the true potential of what Tai Chi has to offer and sort of a metaphorical return to his roots mm-hmm. uh, and does eventually beat the piss out of Keanu. Yes, killing him. Killing him. Um, yeah, but after he'd been stabbed. So it, Keanu stabs yeah. him. So it was self-defense. Yeah, so I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and he kills him with like a ghost punch. So. Yeah, he does. He technically does not put a finger on him in terms of the finishing blow. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they save the temple through a historical, like, like a historical relevance grant sort of mm-hmm. protection status thing. Uh, and he's going to be a tai chi, tai chi teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and he uh, gets the girl and who he is here. Uh, and that's pretty much all her role is. Yeah, that was it. She was peppered throughout. Mm-hmm. She she's wasn't. There. She wasn't really even part of the rising narrative and conflict. No. And no, she's just kind of around. She's there. She's there. Uh, yeah, for, man, feels good to do it. It takes forever, but it feels good to do the full three. Oh, it's structure. it's a good breakdown, my guy. Yeah. So for the folks at home, it's Keanu's directorial debut is worth the full three acts. Of course. There you go. That's that's basically the movie. Sam, what did you think of this movie? This movie is cool. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's real cool. And and I don't mean just in terms of the action. I, I want to jump off right here and mm-hmm. say, Keanu can fucking direct. Yes, he can. Because... I, because he directed this one, I paid a lot more attention to like the shots and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Ge- genuinely fantastic. Everything shot in this like really cool kind of slick way. Um, lots of interesting like shots. The action is captured like perfectly. Perfectly. Which is no small thing. No. Um, and like for 2013, that's an early time to break from the like Jason Bourne shaky cam you can't really tell what's going on until he hits uh, young Barack Obama with a book <laughs> yeah the, the ball uh, green grass mm-hmm. shaky shaky hands uh, delirium tremens uh, sort of <laughs> yeah, <approach>. the, <laughs> DT's cinematography <laughs> um, but no like we get like it's, I mean, it's right in on the action. It still gives the sense of, like, um, quickness mm-hmm. and everything, but it doesn't cut from the action at all. Yeah. Uh, and so it, you just get all of it, and it's really well done. Yeah. Keanu, why why you been holding out on us? Why you been holding out? Why did you only do it this one time, as far as I'm aware? I know. Sort of an odd thing. For yeah. him to just do it this one time and then I guess say never again. I know what it was. Hmm. I still have to give you my word, but I... I yeah, I do need your word. Uh, I do know what, what happened. So I think much like we've established with... What was the last movie we watched? Um, hold on. Generation Um. Yeah, okay. So we're on the heels of the worst movie we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, to this... And I think the the I think the reasoning behind both is is I think it's a fluid train of logic, and that is mm-hmm. Keanu is an exceptionally nice guy. Mm-hmm. Keanu, that's point number one. Point number two, Keanu can really be sold on a project. Oh yeah, yeah, he really likes the vision. I think of the project. And three, mm-hmm. Keanu don't seem to care about salary. Clearly not. I think. These three things held for this, and it was an offhanded thing. Someone was like, we're trying to put together the financing for this movie. It's going to be a joint like American and uh, Chinese production of this movie. Mm-hmm. We have the script, yada, yada, yada. Keanu went, great. What do you want me to do? And they're like, we kind of need a big name to direct it, and we can't get anybody on board. And Keanu was like, I'll do it. I'll try. Yeah, I'll try it. And they're like, <laughs> really? And he's like, yeah. I'll give a shot. <laughs> and then he fucking excelled at it. Yeah, like so well. Mm-hmm. Again, like I 
I can't overstate how genuinely impressive it is. Yeah. That that he's shooting action like this in 2013. When ooh, when did the last Born movie come out? I mean, we saw it together. So Ultimatum was 2007, but then there was the the other one that we don't love talking about. The Jeremy was, Renner one. Well, the Jen- Jeremy Renner one was 2012, and I I it's non canonical in my mind. But then there's the other one. Yeah. That's just called Jason Bourne that came out in 2016. Yeah. And uh, three years later than this, and is still shot in the old DT cinematography style. Yeah, I love that we're calling it the DT cinematography it's style. It's kind of a perfect description. <laughs> hey, Jim, do you need a shot of something? Because mm-hmm. what we're getting on the dailies is is <laughs> yeah. no good, Jim. Yeah, do you, do you need a little bit of the, the hair of the dog that bit you? <laughs> You don't seem okay. This is rough stuff. <laughs> Everything all right at home, Jim? Uh, I still owe you a word. Yeah, you do. What's your word? I have I have two paths diverge in a forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I was going to say is um is basically just uh this movie is literally and figuratively kick ass oh yeah 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 Uh, act love it yeah but it's sort of bland i think the other thing i was gonna say is that this movie is imperfect imperfect but but the fact that we're talking about perfection and how Mm -hmm. close this movie came to it Mm mm-hmm is a really good sign for Keanu's directorial debut. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, like, mm, kisses it. Yeah. Uh, so, now, where are the imperfections for you? Yeah, I think that's what I was about to say. The imperfections for me are really small things. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, this type of movie, an action-focused movie, the choreography's got to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and the, it is yeah it is the way it's shot has to be absolutely phenomenal it is tick um the plot has to be like interesting it is tick yeah. um i think for me the only few I, there were just a few places where i'm bumped out a little bit the the one is the ghost punch the ghost punch was a weird choice yeah because with kung fu movies i don't know how into how into kung fu are you sam um, I conceptually like it. Yeah. I, I have not watched a lot. Okay. Like, what I have seen of them, I do enjoy. Nice. I just, it's not something I typically seek out. Yeah. Because I would say, and I'm no aficionado, but I do like the genre a lot. There's, like, a level, you're always playing, it's sort of like fantasy. You're playing with the level of realism. Mm-hmm. And some kung fu movies are very realistic. And mm-hmm. everything is done extremely practically, um, or as much as humanly possible, and it's within the realm of realism. Some totally the opposite. People are flying all over the place. Yeah, there's a lot of like supernatural. Yeah, uh, and I'd say this movie leans usually more towards the realistic. I would say this movie is like ninety nine point nine percent grounded, and then for some reason we have two pretty vital supernatural elements yeah deus ex ghost punch 
<laughs> happens. Um, and so I think that's a minor imperfection for me. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me while I just write down Deus Ex Ghost Punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Um, and so that takes me out a little bit when mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're able to like supernaturally like push air and hurt people. Um, also, the ending for me was a little weak. Uh, uh, like the the final fight? The final the, fight, yeah. Uh, kind of celebration over the end of negotiations with the uh, real estate developers <laughs> and the, the government uh, office people. Yeah. Uh, with the master. Whatever do you mean? Uh, how could that be boring? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... I do. So the thing is, I wasn't as mad about that because it feels very like 80s action flick where it's like we're, you know, kind of like a ski movie. Yeah. Where it's like the bad guys are developers who want to bulldoze the slopes or whatever. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, yeah, we killed the bad guy, but also we saved the slopes, dude. But we saved the ski lodge. So Mm -hmm. rad. And so this had like that vibe to it, which I kind of liked. It's sort of quaint in, yeah. in a way. And I, I genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So that part of the ending didn't bug me so much. I think it would have been tighter overall had they had the big final fight at the final event. Because It would have made a lot more sense. Because they started to. Keanu gets on stage with the mask on and everything, and they're mm-hmm. about to beat the piss out of each other. Because that's Tiger's whole thing, is like, I won't fight you to the other guy. I will fight you. And then he points at Keanu way off in the distance. Mm-hmm. So it would have been cool if we could have had the big fight there. Then the police show up and nab a like semi-unconscious Keanu. Yes, um, it would have been good, and I think it would have tied together the police aspect of it. Yeah, uh, a lot better because the policing just kind of ends. Yeah, yeah, she gets uh, made captain or superintendent or whatever, something like that. Yeah, um, and life's hunky dory. But yeah, absolutely. So it is imperfect. It is in no way a bad movie, Keanu. No. Keanu, come on! You did a good. You did such a good. Keep doing this. Keep doing this. Now, Keanu. Less strobing next time, please. Yeah, that's another imperfection, actually. (laughs) Yeah, or, or, but a warning. Yeah. A warning is nice. Um, Not having strobing, better. Yeah. Because... Uh, turned, what I learned during this movie is that I don't have epilepsy, uh, which was a nice thing to learn because otherwise yeah. would have had a real bad watch. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but I will say my sensitivity to strobing, just like as an aesthetic and like experiential preference, mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Did Look, you hey. also watch it in a... Because you and I have similarly sized, big, beautiful mm-hmm. uh, OLED TVs. Uh-huh. Did you also watch it in a darkened room? I believe so, yeah. It's intense. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And, hey, bud, look at me. Look at me just for a minute. Do I look like someone who's going to enjoy strobing? Nah, not really, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm wearing a fucking cardigan. That's, that's 
the international symbol for I don't like strobes. Yeah, you're not like decked out in like glitter paint and wearing using like uh, rave sticks, mm-hmm. just like light up armbands and stuff. No, you're yeah. You're I mean, looking for uh, a more restrained and uh, exactly mild version of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Jazz. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Kenna was in the room, and it, there's one. I think it's during a fight where there's just this extended sequence of strobes. It was. It and was she, the big fight against two opponents, not just yes. one. And she was like, "Fuck, this is too much." Yeah, it was like it hurts our eyes. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, it it makes the fight look kind of cool. Oh, the fight looks sick you that. as hell. Yeah, boy, it hurts to look at. I was thinking about because I've been to some shows where they they did epilepsy, not epilepsy. Excuse me, where they did strobing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, no one would had epilepsy. <laughs> sure, is what yeah, I was be nice. thinking in my head, and it came out weird. Um, and. It is sick as hell, especially like drumming, watching drumming mm-hmm. through strobes, like really fast-paced strobing. Mm, yeah. uh, super cool. I can only imagine this fight would have looked amazing uh, in person. Mm-hmm. But as a viewer on a TV, it's, it's difficult. Challenging. Yeah. Challenging stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I actually, uh, I wonder if you can answer this for me. Uh-huh. So, um, kind of, kind of a small through line in this movie, mostly through like Act One and Two. Um, Tiger Chen is in this like martial arts competition mm-hmm. tournament kind yeah. of thing, and uh, kind of in that, but also in a lot of the other fights, there's a lot of posing, and you see this in lots of martial arts movies. I do not understand this. Okay, you mean like at the beginning of a fight? Yeah. Yeah, or even, like, kind of in a pause in a fight. Like, often there will be, like, kind of a pause during a fight. And they'll both... The two combatants will kind of separate and do, like, a a pose of some variety. Yeah. And conceptually, I don't, I don't understand the significance of this. So, Sam, there's th- some things in life... I'm going to point at spandex for bike riders. Mm-hmm. You know why they wear it? Uh, because they think it makes their asses look good? Because they think it looks cool as hell. Okay, that's it? That's it. I didn't know if it had, like, a significance to, like, show, like, this is the martial arts style that I'm using, Um, or if there's anything like that. I think in kung fu movies, actually, that is a good point, that a lot of times they will do that to signify what style Mm -hmm. is being used or what mental state. It's sort of like theater in some ways. Okay. Uh, but uh, as an owner of a second degree black belt, um, forgot that about you, my guy. I, me I too. Totally fucking forgot this about you. <laughs> I forget this literally every day. <laughs> it does not come up. <laughs> Strange. Uh, yeah, actual fights don't have like big pauses where people like pull apart and like mm-hmm. go into crane pose or whatever. Um, so I think a lot of it is sort of like like lightsaber styles. Like there there's mm-hmm. flourishes that they use to demonstrate, oh, this person's doing kung fu. This guy, like the American guy in the movie, is doing like karate or taekwondo. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um I will say I did like the um 
I it I, again to like a, a kind of newbie to to kung fu movies or martial arts movies. I guess um, it was nice that you can really tell the sort of stylistic difference in Tiger Chen's fighting style. Yeah, and also you can really see how it changes mm-hmm. as like his sort of character arc changes. It was very nice. Which to Keanu's credit, that's the mm-hmm. whole thing with kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. is the style is huge what style are they using yes because um, like eat uh have you seen eat no oh that one's so good we should watch that one at some point okay. even for like non-kung fu people kung fu people eat is fantastic okay um, okay but eat um like he's got a very refined i think they call it the, like way of the water or something like that Okay. It's very Tai Chi esque where it's like flowing with things and like about diverting your uh, opponent's energy, uh-huh. uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, the big villains in the movie, some of them, uh, it gets complicated, but anyway, are like bruiser types that show up and just yes. like punch mm-hmm. and are very heavy. Um, so, again, it's just theater. It's like a really cool way of doing physical theater of like establishing. One person is very wise and flows with things, and then another is very brash mm-hmm. and just punches. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, and that's not easy to pull off. And so the fact that Keanu did that really well in this movie, because, like, Tiger's big thing when he gets kicked out of the uh, the competition that he's in, because mm-hmm. he snaps a guy's arm in half and then breaks his leg, gives him a compound fracture. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally normal friendly competition stuff totally normal his style (laughs) is like brutal and angry it's it's fucking wild to see yeah uh yeah phenomenal stuff um hey luke yeah i've uh i've I've been watching something uh Mm -hmm. that i think you would probably enjoy okay um and and that would be the uh hit apple tv plus show uh, for all mankind. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a space show, and it's it's really great, and it's and it's one of um, many Apple TV Plus hits, such sure. as a physical starring Rose Byrne, or Severance starring uh, Parks and Recreation's Adam Scott, and maybe you're thinking about watching. That new season of Frasier. But why do that when you can watch Shrinking starring Harrison Ford and Jason (laughs) Segel? Apple TV Plus. It's not just Ted Lasso. Get get it now before uh, Masters of the Air premieres in January 2024. The hit uh, World War II miniseries uh, from the same creators as... Band of Brothers and the Pacific. Oh, God. Uh, executive produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Shit, dude. App- Apple TV Plus. It's not just Ted Lasso. It's not just Ted Lasso. It's weird because I actually watch a fair amount of Apple TV Plus. Uh huh, yeah. Um, I guess thank you, Apple TV, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> what was that? it's a little contract it's fine okay cool hey we're getting that apple money we're doing we're doing pretty good yeah tim apple called me up after the last episode 
and said, my uh, house is fabulous. Thank you for mm-hmm. noticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am pissed about USB-C, but I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, and if you'll plug my my award-winning TV service. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I was going to say, though, because I do watch a fair. I've seen a lot of their shows. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually they're pretty good. Um, they're really great. Uh, Apple TV Plus, it's what HBO used to be, it's so but it's, better. Because <laughs> you boot it up, and it's funny because their new tagline is just "It's more than just Ted Lasso." Dot dot dot. We promise. <laughs> we we assure you, we've got more than just Ted, the happy football man. We have more than the happy football man, and then the sad crying football man that you all love so much. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We've got. Physical. Sorry, Rose Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the dinosaur thing that Luke keeps meaning to watch because he's obsessed with dinosaurs and it's mm-hmm. narrated by David fucking Attenborough. Yeah. But uh, Luke will never find the time to do it. So, mm. Well, you should make the time to watch For All Mankind. Legitimately, I've been watching it obsessively. Nice. Uh, it's it's really good. Isn't that the astronaut wives or something like that? No, it's not astronaut wives. I mean, like, like their wives are in it, but it's like sort of an alternate history of the space uh, race. Right, right, right. I remember this. Yeah. yeah Phenomenal okay. stuff. Yeah, it would be pretty um, good. So, uh, back to this movie. Um, <laughs> anyway, whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so the uh, Tiger Chen has a statue mm-hmm. that he uh, looks at a few times. Luke, did you recognize who this statue was of? No, I didn't. I wondered. Okay, I'm disappointed in you because we played enough Three Kingdoms Total War that you should recall who this is, and that is Guan Yu. Dan- Wait, what? Mm-hmm. It's a statue of Guan Yu. You're shitting me. mm yeah. Huh. Yeah. Why is he there? Um, because he's like one of the major fig- figures in uh the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Sure. And I th- I think he's like. I again, this is me kind of piecing together l- little things that I know. I'm by no means really knowing what I'm talking about. Sure. Sure. Um. Caveat. 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 Talk. Caveat. Caveat. Um. Tm. 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 Uh, I, I believe he is like sort of the like, um, prototype, I guess the platonic ideal of the like wise warrior. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I, I clocked that and I was like, is that Guan Yu? The person that, that is, I only know from Total War Three Kingdoms. That's pretty impressive, my guy. Because as you've stated, I have also played kind of a lot of Total War Three Kingdoms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least 100 hours, right? I think we're over 200 at this point. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's chunky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So... The fact that I did not recognize, now that you've mentioned it, of course that's what the statue was. Of course. How of could course. it be? Any, it's not Lou Bay. I'll tell you that much. It is not. Um, so anyway, yeah, now I'm, now I'm p- piecing it together, but uh, very well spotted. I have to give you some points. You get hanksy-panksy points for that Ooh. One. 
Yeah, this is this is my normal just sort of I watch things with far too much detail, apparently. And um, a truly staggering amount of video game knowledge. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I don't know how to do decimals or fractions. Yeah. At all. But you can resuscitate ancient Greek based games from 2005 yeah yeah i can i can recall a game that i played over a decade almost 20 years ago yeah um and haven't touched since but god damn it i can recall it yeah we all got our strengths man yeah um okay so there there are a couple other things that kind of stuck out to me okay um one is Security Systems Alliance, the the company that Keanu Reeves' character uh, owns, yeah. runs, whatever. Their logo, I don't know if you paid that much attention to it, but my guy, their logo looks almost identical to Delta's. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's basically Delta's logo, and I don't know if Delta had thoughts about that or not. <laughs> Unless. Unless. Is Delta running an underground fight ring? Who's to say? It would make a lot of sense because they're clearly not focused on running a fucking airline. Well, hey <laughs> You can say that about American. You can definitely say that about Southwest. An airline <laughs> so heinous, even Hitler wouldn't have used it. Um, but Delta Delta's one of the highest rated airlines in the U.S. Yeah, I take it back. Delta, I've had great experiences with you. Please don't yeah. drop me from all my future Please flights. Please, God, no. Don't make me live with just United and American. Yeah, The please, toilet airlines. Please don't put me on the no-fly list, not the official government one. Mm-hmm. Just the, just like, the Delta in, one. The internal, like, shame wall. You know how some restaurants in like, like, yeah. used to have the, <laughs> like, like, wall of... Don't admit. Yeah, if you see this person fucking run or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) If you see this name pop up on an online booking, fucking dump it. And to be clear, we're not saying that Delta CEO Ed Bastian is running an underground fight club where he orders people to kill other combatants. We're saying that other people are saying that Delta CEO Ed Bastian is running an underground fight club where combatants are required to kill others. Yeah. That's not us. That's hey, Sam, other people. Uh-huh. I just had a disturbing realization. That I know the CEO of Delta by name? Well, now that you bring it up, yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. It's another piece of knowledge that serves me n- never. Yeah, except for right now. It's been really helpful. It, one time, yeah, to, to just let people know that a lot of people, not us, are yeah. talking about the fact that Delta CEO Ad Bastion uh, runs an underground fight club where combatants are required to kill each other. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, not us. We're not, not us saying though. that. Allegedly. No. We would never say that about Delta CEO Ad Bastion. We <laughs> love the company that he runs. Yeah. Big time Sky Miles people over here. I don't know if Delta mm-hmm. does Sky Miles. They do do Sky Miles. They're actually the ones who, who do Sky Miles. So they made some changes recently and people are not happy about it. But CEO Delta CEO Ed Bastion <laughs> has said that they will rethink those probably after blowing off the steam, watching some underground fighters kill other underground fighters. Not that we're saying that he does that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh,. All that has made me realize <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a lot of billionaires running around. Uh-huh. These people have big egos. 
built on nothing. Uh-huh. And they have more money than small countries. Yeah. One of them's got to be running a fight ring. Oh, I think more than one of them. I, think- I, I would imagine that um, you're, you're big big rich boys like your your uh elon musk's yeah uh your jeff spazos your uh mark zuckerberg's yeah i i think they have stables of fighters and they pit them against each other's groups of fighters yes like pokemon but if pokemon were people people and bled yeah and died and (laughs) (laughs) do pokemon bleed i don't think pokemon has ever Here's Pokemon is too pussy to figure this thing out. <laughs> Can I Come go on a miniature rant about Pokemon for a second? Let's do it. The Pokedex throughout history has had disturbing entries. Mm-hmm. That'll be like, this guy eats these Pokemon. Mm-hmm. This like this bird Pokemon loves to eat up all them good good bug types. Uh-huh. Yeah, a Caterpie. A Caterpie. A Weevil. So you're looking at your Caterpie and your Pharaoh, and you're thinking, "The fuck? Mm-hmm. Do Pokemon eat each other? Is that what they're? Is that how that works? No, nope. uh-huh. we're never gonna dig into that ever. Never, never, ever. We're gonna make uh, uh, small creatures fight each other, uh, which should be illegal. Mm-hmm. I would I'm think fancy cockfighting. Fancy cockfighting. Um, to de- to the like point of exhaustion, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not uh, death, though. Not death. Distinctly and legally different from death. Yeah, in the same way that sometimes Spider-Man chucks a guy off a building, but he didn't kill him. Didn't kill him. Gravity well, did. Yeah, the fall <laughs> is what got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he should have thought about that before he was suspended over the side of the Empire State Building. Should have considered it before he did some crimes that yeah. Spider-Man didn't appreciate. Yeah. Anyway, there's just a lot of fucked up shit about Pokemon. That they oh, don't, yeah. They don't go into any details. And I, I genuinely think it's because they are terrified to do so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, once you open that door, it's it blows wide open. It will be so bad. Because some oh. Pokemon, like Mr. Mime is just a dude. It's just a man. It's just a weird little guy. <laughs> just a, a horrible man who should be killed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't necessarily want to see Scyther slashing up Pikachu into ribbons. Yeah. Uh, blood pouring from, from every surface. But unless they're made of, like, Play-Doh, that's what's happening. It is happening when Scyther goes in on Pikachu. Yeah. So I don't know what to make of it as an adult. As a kid, you're like, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. You know, Luke, you made me think of something. Mm-hmm. Which superhero is most likely to have a thin blue line bumper sticker? <laughs> well, given that a lot of those thin blue line bumper stickers are next to Punisher decals, <laughs> it's probably the Punisher. <laughs> I feel like non-Punisher division because that's an obvious. Yeah, that's a that's a easy uh, home mm-hmm. run isn't it yeah hmm. it's gotta be batman right it's gotta be batman batman i mean he's a billionaire so obviously yeah you know, probably very conservative um and he works with cops kind of a lot yeah he really goes in on the cops yeah um, and he does like beating criminals kind of like cops do yeah Man, and I like Batman. 
Yeah, but it, Batman, folks, Batman is not about due process. <laughs> no, he. Have you ever seen Batman Mirandize someone? No. no. No, he just beats the fuck out of them. Mm hmm. Which. Hey, Batman. Hey, Bruce. We're talking to you now. What about criminal justice reform? What about criminal? You got all these billions of dollars sitting mm-hmm. around. You don't have to buy a Batmobile. You could support criminal justice reform. You could. You, I mean, you could do both. You could have your weird <laughs> bat kink suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you obviously masturbate in. Or that, yeah. You know, however that works. Mm-hmm. Um, Rubbing. <laughs> uh, like, up against services. <laughs> Thank you for that. I wasn't so much worried about the mechanics as the access. No. Uh, um, th- see, that's he gets around the access problem by just rubbing up against surfaces. Mm, it's very sticky in there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this, Master Wayne. <laughs> I can't keep cleaning this. <laughs> Mr. Wayne, why do we take our pets off when we masturbate? <laughs> so we don't get calm in our suit. You have to fucking stop. It's horrible. <laughs> You're so chafed, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> do you ever think you need some hobbies? <laughs> Maybe a girlfriend or something. Boyfriend, I don't know, Mr. Wayne. Something. Maybe just a, a flashlight, Mr. Wayne. Anything, really. <laughs> For things you're doing to the walls of the Batcave. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> um, anyway, what the fuck mm-hmm. are we talking It's Batman. It's definitely Batman with it's the thin blue line yeah. on the Batmobile. It is, yeah. Right right next to the afterburner. It's yeah. just thin blue line. Um, I, there's, there's one final thing I want to say about this movie. Okay. Um, uh, during the um, the tournament that Tiger Chen is in, yeah, uh, he fights the Southern Fist King. Oh and no! I would like to pause it. I I want us to create the Southern Fisting King. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to paint this picture of the well, Southern Fisting King. He's from Louisiana, isn't he? I do feel like he's from Louisiana. Louisiana, right down there near the bayou. Down in the bayou. Down in the bayou there, you're going to see the Southern Fistin King, that guy. Yeah, you ever been fisted with a fist coated in swamp juice? <laughs> now, I'll tell you what. He learned uh, from, from killing gators with his bare hands just mm-hmm. by fucking jamming oh, the fist down right I've inside been- there. I've been fisting gators for decades, let me tell you. And I'm going to get this swamp juice inside of you, and you're going to get so infected, they ain't ain't no antibiotics on the market that's going to help you. Uh, His name is Elry. I feel like Elry the Southern Fisting King. Elry the Southern Fisting King. Elry Dubois? Elry Dubois. Well, we can't do Elry Dubois because that'd <laughs> make him cousin to Jasper Dubois. I think Jasper Dubois would appreciate a Southern Fiston King. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, 
I think Jasper Dubois would. Um, Jesus, man. Folks, you got to go back and listen to when we did Twilight and Fifty Shades if you're not following Jasper Dubois. Jasper Dubois. Uh, yeah, I think we nailed it in one with <laughs> Ellery Dubois. <laughs> Ancestor of Jasper Dubois, vampire gentleman, and fuck beast. Now, I'm going to ask you to jump up on this here waterbed, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go get the gate of grease, and we're going we to open go- you up like a fresh clam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fist a hole in you so big we can do a uh, uh, crawfish boil in you, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You got any parting thoughts for this movie? <laughs> uh, if I did, they're gone now. I tell you what. <laughs> I have one final parting thought, which is just, I do genuinely love seeing Keanu play a bad guy. Yes, I meant to say this as well, but I forgot. Yeah, the fact that he chose to be the bad guy for his directorial debu- debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Chef's kiss. Yeah, excellent. Exquisite. Great job, Keanu. Please do this again. Um, Well, Luke, yeah. you want to talk about what we're watching next week? Sure. Which which I will be double-checking, but I am 99% sure that what we're watching next week is the 2013 or 14 film. Um, it's 2013. 47 Ronin. Nice. Um, have you... Seen this? I have not. Okay. What do you think it's about? Ronan, I think, usually refers to a samurai. Uh, sp- yeah. Um, so I'm thinking this is 47 very hungry samurai mm. that go to a Waffle House. Now you're thinking, this can't be interesting. But you remember how in Reservoir Dogs, the first like 10 minutes, it's them at a diner having a witty repartee? establishing character sure yeah uh, yeah we've all seen reservoir dogs mm-hmm. so i've i've definitely seen that film yeah that's this movie it's just the back and forth the double entendre the nuance of the conversation of 47 samurai I was gonna say, 47 people talking at once yeah at a waffle house oh it's boy. gonna be chunky and keanu's just one of them Mm-hmm. He's an important one, but he's just one of them. How long are they at the Waffle House? I think all fucking night. Okay. How many orders of hash browns do you think? All of it. Oh, they eat Waffle House out of house and home. I believe I said they were very hungry samurai. You did, yeah. Okay, so they clear out this Waffle House. Do they I, pay? I think they pledge eternal service. Mm. Or sort of a, like, if you need a samurai or 47 samurai. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, hit us up kind of scenario. Okay. I think that's all they give, though. Because you can't really ask them for money. They got big old swords. Correct. It is a problem, though, when the tax man come yeah. for Waffle House. And they say, uh, it's time time to pay your fair share. And Waffle House says, sorry, we don't have money. Yeah. However, can I pay you in any number up to 47 <laughs> samurai who've pledged their undying service to me? 
Yeah, it's a problem because our mm-hmm. tax system is not equipped for that. No, no. Uh, the tax man is going to go, no, I would like U.S. American dollars, please. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's not my problem. It's Waffle House's issue. So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, they should have thought about that ahead of time. Yeah, Sam, what do you think it's about? I think um, this movie is a typo. Oh. And I think it's actually about the invention of rice a oh. in 1947. Okay. It was supposed to be, like, comma, 47, Roni, uh, but someone accidentally put an in on there, and they had to just run with it. Yeah. And so um, Keanu plays uh, Archibald Roni. Roni. <laughs> Uh, a san francisco native of course yeah who in 1947 uh left only with pasta clippings uh as we all know uh most of pasta was used to supply the soldiers with food during the war and so really the people at home were just left with the clippings the Mm -hmm. pasta clippings and uh no one liked him and uh bertram roney uh (laughs) Whose name was Archibald just a second ago. Bertram, Archibald Bertram Roney. Yeah. Um, A.B. Roney. Um, a brony, some people a call him. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, <laughs> he, he saw use for all these uh, leftover pasta clippings from the war. Yeah. And so in 1947, he mashes them all up into rice a uh, heretofore known as the San Francisco treat. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, man, I think, because there's been a string of, like, J-Lo, um, uh, they're not J-Lo, J-Law, J-Law, mm-hmm. did that, like, uh, I forget which franchise it was, but some movie that was about, like, um, a big franchise brand, and then Keaton did that one about McDonald's. You know mm, what I mean? Yes. Like it's yes. I feel like it's time that somebody really dug into the rice aroni, the San Francisco treat. Yeah. Ding. Ding ding. A, uh, a lot of people don't know that rice aroni originated as the leftover pasta clippings, which I don't need to describe. Everyone knows what pasta clippings are. Yeah. Um it, leftover from the war. Yeah. Yeah. I think a gritty deep dive into this history is gonna be huge. Especially mm-hmm. if it's starring Keanu Reeves. As a brony. As a brony. Archibald Bertram Roney. Archibald <laughs> <laughs> For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the movie. Um, 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 a, a real problem, though. I gotta say, for, uh, for the studio, that their uh, big hit biopic was ruined by a pretty massive typo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cockups happened, man. <laughs> and they just released it as is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, folks, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. Uh, we're not on Twitter anymore, and they know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Blue Sky, though, at Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can send us an email at hanksypanksypod at g- gmail.com. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Where we have a lot of fun stuff going on over there. And uh, if uh, you check us enough money, really, uh, you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Tuck and Daniel and fellas. Let me tell you. I won't make you kill each other uh, when I make you fight.
Excellent. Yeah. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It's going to be hard to do. Mm, okay. It is. for you Sam just for you <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> 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 <laughs>